Good morning. Good morning. Centuries ago, the psalmist said, This is the day that God has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to all on this first Sunday in the new year, and blessings to all who are connecting with us online, especially the community at Arbor Trace. Pastor Angela and I look forward to connecting with all of you following the service today. Our fellowship time is going to be in McSpadden Hall due to the inclement weather, and we look forward to connecting with all of you. And I am Reverend Angela Wells-Bean. I'm your minister for congregational care. I echo Mark's welcome. We are really privileged and thrilled to have you worshiping with us this morning, especially our newcomers. If this is one of your first times worshiping with us, we are really glad to have you. And we want to invite you to meet Chelsea Godwin in McSpadden Hall after worship. She's our coordinator for membership and stewardship and can answer any questions you have about the life of the church. So please head to fellowship time. And I'd like to ask everyone to register their attendance with us. So if you're here in the sanctuary, please grab those blue attendance pads at the end of your pews and take a moment to fill that out with your information. And if you're worshiping with us remotely, um, please write your name in the comments section and tell us where you are this morning, where you're worshiping from. And on that note, today is a communion Sunday. So if you're joining us remotely, please take this opportunity to gather your elements so that you can participate in the sacrament of communion with us a little bit later on in the service. So much happening in the life of our church this week and want to hit on a couple of the highlights as to what's happening in upcoming days. Later this afternoon at 4 o'clock, our senior high and middle school youth group will be meeting. Bit more information about that in your bulletins. On Tuesday night of this week, our Tuesday at Twilight's music series is getting up and going. It's going to be a ragtime piano concert. You're not going to want to miss it. If you have not yet purchased your ticket for the concert, you can do so following service today with Chelsea Godwin in McSpadden Hall. And then on Wednesday of this week, my Bible study will continue, meets twice on Wednesday at 9 o'clock and at 1 o'clock in Nelson Hall. We are studying the book of Ecclesiastes. We got things going last week. It was a wonderful discussion. If you were not back in town, perhaps away for the season, come hop in on Wednesday as we would love to have you come and be part. And then on Wednesday afternoon of this week at 3 o'clock, we have a special forum that's going to be hosted here in the sanctuary. The forum is about issues related to youth mental health in our community and in our state and in our world. Our Justice Committee here at Naples UCC has done a phenomenal job of gathering together mental health professionals from our community that are going to be with us Wednesday afternoon. The presentation will be very, very interesting and enlightening for all of us. Uh, will be terrific. I hope you'll put this event on your calendars this coming Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Yeah, and we have six different uh, nonprofit mental health organizations that are going to be represented by their leadership. So it really is a very timely discussion, and many kudos to Jen Walker, who has, has worked tirelessly to organize it. So this Wednesday at 3 o'clock in the sanctuary, you'll want to be here. 
Um, next Sunday, the 14th, is our prospective new members luncheon. So if you're newer to our church and want to learn more about kind of how we're organized, what happens behind the scenes, get to know Mark and I a little better, and members of our membership and growth committee, that's next Wednesday, um, excuse me, next Sunday, the 14th, right after the 11 a.m. service. And last but certainly not least, I am facilitating an eight-week grief group that starts next Thursday, January 18th. So if you're struggling with grief, if you're grieving the loss of a loved one who passed away recently or in the distant past, please consider joining that. I would welcome you, and the deadline to sign up is January 15th. We are in the height of our season. There's no way Mark or I, during our words of welcome, can announce everything that's going on, or it would take the whole hour. So please take your bulletins with you. Look them over. There's so much going on, lots of ways to get involved. But those are our announcements for this morning. I invite you to turn to your bulletins and join me in our prayer of invocation. Let us pray together. God of promises, at the start of this new year, we thank you for your everlasting love and commitment to us. You offer us an unconditional love that has no end. While we make and break many resolutions, we pray that we will honor our commitment to share your love with others as often as we can, in as many ways as we can. Amen. I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me as I offer this morning's pastoral prayer. Let us pray. Abiding God, while we make and break New Year's resolutions, we remember that you never fail us. Even when the rain is pouring down on our lives with dark clouds and roof gutters overflowing, you're always there at the end of the storm. You are the rainbow after the clouds clear, the bow in the sky that Noah and his family saw. There is no greater gift than your unending love for us, and we need this sacred reminder. Again and again, you meet us where we are. Your love knows no bounds, which is hard for us to understand and so easy for us to forget. We don't always know how you work or why rainstorms happen. But we know that you will never forsake us, and for that we give you our greatest thanks and praise. Help us to remember that there is nowhere we can go where you are not. We know that you are with us in the good, in the bad, and in everything in between. But so often we act like we are alone. Instead of coming to you with our hurt, we hold it in or we cast it onto others. Instead of coming to you with our joy, we credit ourselves. Remind us that in every breath, in every step, you are there, for you are the God who meets us where we are. We do not expect a trouble-free life any more than we expect a rainless summer, that at times we find it hard to hold on to hope for ourselves, for members of our families, or for this world where wars rage on and so many awful things seem to happen. Help us when we become hopeless to see the rainbow as your sign of hope because in our heart of hearts we know that you are faithful and you will never abandon the world that you have so beautifully created. And may our lives be a rainbow sign to others around us who might also be tempted to lose hope so that they know your unconditional and unending love for them through us. 
We lift up these prayers in the name of your son, the one who guides us back to you, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 9. And if you'd like to, you're welcome to follow along in your bulletins as the text is printed in them. So let us hear these words. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you. For all future generations, I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. May God bless our modern hearing of these ancient words. 2024 is upon us. Have you made your New Year's resolution yet? Or should I say, have you kept your New Year's resolution to date? Was reading an article the other day about the top three most humorous New Year's resolutions for 2024. Number one, to actually remember your New Year's resolution from 2023. Uh... Number two, which was also uh, rather funny, it was, do you really believe that you can embrace artificial intelligence like a teenager as a resolution? For it does not listen to you and it is quick to point out exactly why it is that you're wrong. Are you willing to do that? And then number three as a New Year's resolution, to vow to be more productive than Congress. (laughs) Quite a high bar. 
Now, to be honest, I am not opposed to New Year's resolutions. I have a few New Year's resolutions myself, but I don't want to share with you any more about our resolutions this morning. I thought I would share with you about God's resolution. To use that term, God's resolution, almost sounds odd or funny. That God is God, would God really have to make a resolution? I would argue that if you overhear the scripture passage that Angela read for us just a few minutes ago, part of what you hear is a resolution on behalf of God to God's creation. You'll recall the story once upon a time after a devastating flood, God resolved to never again turn from God's creation, saying, every time I set a rainbow in the clouds, I will remember my promise to all of humanity that I will be with my creation and for my creation. It's an extraordinary resolution when you think about it, one that's as comforting as it is empowering. And I wonder, I do wonder, if the most important resolution for us to consider in 2024 may not be any one that we make as human beings. It may rather be to claim the resolution that God makes back to us. Namely, that I am with you and for you. Now, truth be told, to be fair, it is challenging for us to claim this resolution, to believe in it at every turn of our lives. It's challenging, I sense, because we live in a world where nobody makes or keeps promises anymore. I recall just a few weeks ago, one of the tires on my car uh, blew out and I had to get a new tire and I purchased all four tires within a single calendar year. So I was wondering, is this tire covered under my warranty? So I opened up the glove box and I, in my car and I began to read the warranty and I bet you can guess what was in that little pamphlet, page after page of fine print. Human promises are fragile. A wonderful author by the name of Philip Kinnison put it this way in his book, Life on the Vine. He was considering human promises and he said, you know, we live in the age of the asterisk. Human promises are very, very fragile. Will Williman, whose Advent book, Heaven on Earth, I read just a few months ago in preparation for Advent, uh, Williman inspired my sermon title today, God's Resolution. And in that book, uh, he began to poke fun at how many resolutions really last past Super Bowl Sunday. And he asked a question about human promises. He said, is there more to history than just human agency? Is there more to history than just human agency? What if we would be very wise in embarking on the new year, not just to consider the promises that we make to one another and to ourselves, but to really stand on God's promise? What if no matter how hard the future gets, what if no matter how tough our health becomes, what if no matter how challenging our world becomes, we can stand indeed on that promise in Genesis chapter 9, made by God to us. 
I am with you. I am for you. I will never turn from you, no matter what it is that you face in the new year and beyond. In recent days, many of us may have tuned into the Rose Bowl. And if you didn't watch the football game, maybe you tuned into the Rose Bowl parade. The football game this year between Michigan and Alabama uh, made a number of different uh, historical records, if you will. And so sports writers were pontificating a little bit about the game and about Rose Bowl history. And one of the sports writers I was reading pointed out a fascinating story from back in 1923. The Rose Bowl game featured uh, the University of California Golden Bears were playing the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And there was a player for the University of California by the name of Roy Regals who made the worst blunder in Rose Bowl history. Regals played center and he returned a fumble that uh, he was able to grab. And instead of running in the correct direction, he ran 70 yards in the other direction. And so he was nicknamed as Roy Wrongway Regals. Regals, however, made the most of his blunder, became a motivational speaker, and actually back in the early 90s was inducted into the Rose Bowl Hall of Fame. And a reporter asked Regals, a reporter said back to him, you know, what happened when you got back to the sideline after the blunder? And he said, the quarterback pulled me aside on the sideline and said, Roy, what team are you playing for? Are you with us or are you against us? My sense is that when we face challenge, we are often tempted to believe that God has run in some other direction. That we are often tempted to believe that God isn't present, that God isn't with us in that moment. But it's precisely in that moment of struggle that God sets that rainbow in the clouds. That God shares back with you, I promise to be with you and for you, both now and forever. What a joy it would be, what hope it would bring, what strength might come if we were willing to put our trust in a little bit more than what's on our shoulders, in a little bit more than just human agency, but rather in a God on the other side of the rainbow. And now as you go from this place back out into a new year, go comforted by and empowered from God's resolve to never turn from you and to always be with you and for you now and forever. Amen.